Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where three podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play Fiasco. I am your host, Derek, and I'm joined by Megan and Charles. Hello. Dick Bees. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a reference to four takes ago of now doing this intro, but we are keeping it, so... Jesus fucking <laughs> fuck, guys. This is so good. We're keeping it. We're keeping it. Yep. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Um, Yeah. Derek, what are we playing? <laughs> so the place that we're doing today is called Break a Leg, and it is written by Megan Peterson and John Kelly. No relation. That was such a dumb joke. I'm so sorry. Derek, don't do it. Don't let us make us restart again for that my dumb joke. Please. <laughs> nope, I'm keeping it with that long pause <laughs> yeah. of silence in between and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But this story reads as such, uh, all the world's a frickin' stage. The director slept with half the cast, your lighting designer is homicidal, and that bastard from the Daily News just panned the show in his column. You'll be lucky on opening night if the cast remembers their lines. Nobody mentions the Scottish play, and the scenery doesn't fall down mid-performance. But hey, the art is all that's important, right? And with this, we wanted to take a little bit of a twist on it, and we decided, rather than going with a modern playhouse, we would go with a British-Victorian-era style. So, apologies to any British listeners that we offend with our horrible accents. And we will offend. Oh, absolutely. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a trained professional actor. My accents are on fucking point at all times, so... Don't, you just speak for yourself, Derek, please. I am speaking for myself. It's going to end up either as Michael Caine <laughs> mixed with uh, Nigel Thornberry, or it's going to yes. come out like this is Spinal okay. Tap. Okay. thousand percent sure what is going to come out of my mouth, <laughs> just accent-wise. <laughs> Mine will probably like slip into Borat like it did for like one of the earlier takes. <laughs> one of those five previous takes. <laughs> <laughs> But as far as our characters go, I am playing as Milford Crumb, who is the director of this uh, play troupe or group or whatever fucking term it is, uh, who has a working relationship with Charles' character, Helen Slaymaker, and a familial relationship with Megan's character, Tobias Clutterbuck. I love the name Tobias. Whenever I see Tobias, the first thing that I think of is Arrested Development, so I'm I'm literally picturing David Cross is your character. Excellent. See, the first thing yeah, I it, think of is Animorphs, but the rest of development is the oh second one. Oh my god! <laughs> Animorphs! <laughs> Fuck! That that reference just fucked me up, yeah, yo. Yeah, that's right. Can we talk about, like, like for the next 30 minutes about how fucked up Animorphs, Animorphs is instead of doing our show? Animorphs is so fucked up. Okay, we're... That's good. That Derek, are you, <laughs> Derek, are you fine with this turning into an Animorphs podcast instead? <laughs> Oh, uh, welcome! Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, an Animorphs fancast. <laughs> Rolling misformations. Oh, that's so good. Uh, no, real talk. I've never read Animorphs. What? You? Okay. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. I was a Goosebumps kid, so the two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, that does not matter. There, you need to read yourself some Animorphs. It is, it's so fucked, dude. It's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go into spoilers, but I'll say it one more time. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> so do you guys want to explain uh, your relationships or your characters? Oh, um, um, oh you can go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, my name is Helen Slaymaker. I am uh, uh, one of the lead actors in this, this, uh, 
show that we're putting on. And uh, um, I, <laughs> I, I work with Milford Crumb, Uncle Crumb, but I call him Milfy. I'm like, hello, Milfy. <laughs> Milfy, my friend. I love I love my uh, my uh, relationship with with Milfy, but uh, um, I also work with Tobias Clutterbuck, who is my the love of my life. I, I would say at least for the last couple of weeks, I would say we we fell madly in love uh, in this production, and I probably won't talk to him after. It's 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 one of those situations, um, and uh, I think I may be pregnant. We'll see. I'm I, I'm going to try out like three different voices here in the course of this. I'm Tobias Clutterbuck. I'm a man of the theater, a, da- a dashing leading gentleman. I've perhaps had a bit of a spot of trouble with the old whatever the old timey word is for booze. <laughs> a nip of the good stuff every now and again. Um, my dear old Uncle Crumb is putting on his show and has cast me in the lead, which is how I came to know the beautiful Helen Slaymaker, who has stolen my heart. I love, I love how you're doing Tim Curry, (laughs) and I can't get over it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um... I don't. See what's on the slab. I just need to do that. So. I, Cheese pizza. <laughs> okay, Garfield. That's that's all I got. I don't know if I'm going to be able to maintain that the whole time, but I'm going to do my best. And that's that's the beauty of this show is that half of it's going to fall apart as we play anyway, so it's just fitting. Guys, I don't know what's going to happen. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting loopy. I'm so sorry. This is what happens when you have to take six takes to get the right one. It's true. <laughs> oh, dude, you've never heard me record my actual show. I scrap all that audio while I'm doing it. Guess what? On my shows, it's one or done. If we don't get it the first time, it stays in and it's fucked up. I love it. Oh, I know. I've listened. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just end up kind having of like to... an ouch. <laughs> I just end up having to cut 40 minutes worth of audio out of ours every time. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, that's a nightmare. Welcome to my hell. So back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> As we all lament being podcasters, uh, who wants to go first and start up a scene? I guess uh, Tobias and Milford, maybe. Um, I don't know where we want to start things. Like if we're starting like mid-show, before the show has gone on. It probably like. Um, if, if you guys are getting revenge, revenge on a reviewer, it'd probably be like right after the show or do we want to, do we want to do like right after the first show and that kind of leads into our getting revenge and creating a better show? Uh, yeah. Okay. First, the first show is just ended and, oh man, we never, we never established which show. Ah, whatever. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it on the fly. It'll be great. (laughs) Oh, my dearest uncle Crumb. That was possibly the worst production of our town I've ever been a part of. Our town? You realize we were doing Romeo and Juliet, right? That explains a lot. I can't believe you went out there. And I know nothing about our town, so I can't even make a joke scene for this. See, 
I love the I universe where that. our town has been created because that was written in like uh, the 30s? Yeah. 1930s? But that, I love it. That's I, why I said it. I was I was gonna go with Rent, but oh, I mean, that was you know what Rent was my first one. I was like, no, that's too obvious. <laughs> Let's um, fine. Our town is good. That could be. You were supposed to get AIDS, not poison. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be straight with you, Uncle Crumb. I never read the script anyway. I play. Obviously, I play and you've the, never acted a day in your life either. I play from the heart, as I always have. <laughs> I might also be drunk right now. Oh, gosh, I don't feel so good. Yes, you've always played from the heart, playing towards Helen more than you have this show. I'm going to call a black die on this, too. I don't think it's going to go well. I was merely trying to be as in-character as possible. I can't help it if the feelings that I acted felt so real that they became so. I'm just very true to my craft, but I did see that that bastard Richard Beesington, Dan Forth the Fourth, that was in the okay. audience, pen in hand with a glint in his eye. Yes, and rightly did he pan our show, but I cannot have you bespurging our name, ruining this playhouse just because you got drunk. I don't know what you expect me to do about it. Well, we will have to make a better show. We will have to make a better impression or this troupe is ruined. Well, that's that's your job, isn't it, Uncle? You're the director. Direct. There are, of course, other ways we could get revenge. Do tell. Well, I'm, I'm just saying uh, you could speak to... Mr. Beesington Danforth the Fourth, perhaps invite him backstage, and he could befall a tragic accident. You know how these things go: the creaky floorboards, the whatever those sandbag thingies are that do the the weight thing with the curtain. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Well, either way, we have to convince him to come back to our show, so we'll have to come back to this later. Fine. I'm going to go find Helen. And and also probably more gin. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where the hell we were going with that. That's good. So, Charles, uh, you obviously picked a black die through that. You think that the scene played out bad for Tobias, so if you'll give that to Megan. Cool beans. And then, Megan, since it's the uh, first act, you will pass it off to whichever character you want to have the black die for their uh, tilt later. I'm giving it back to Charles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Master of the black die. Um, I, I've got a scene. Okay. Um, this is kind of a scene to set up some stuff. And it's pretty much just myself. I'll be monologuing, monologuing here a bit. So, But it's it's kind of in the direction towards Tobias. Kind of. We kind of made this joke a little bit earlier on, but I, it's it's uh, Helen is is writing a letter, and she's she's writing kind of like a love letter about their time together and and how. Okay, so that's where it starts. <clears throat> Dear Tobias, my one and true love, the last four weeks have been absolutely fantastic, and I loved spending all my time with you, but. <laughs> 
Once the show is done, are we going to be together? I hope so, because, well, I'm pregnant. Uh, <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this has been fun. Um, I hope we uh, are together still. And all this like bad punctuation is still in there as well. And she's like, and um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that I'm pregnant. So surprise. Here we are uh, in this letter, and I keep rambling. So I, 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 I am just going to finish the letter now. And um, how, how do people finish letters now? Um, she's still writing all of this. So of course. Yeah, and, still, yeah. <laughs> and so what if she she's doing this in her, her dressing room? Yes. And, and Tobias happens to come in as she's writing okay. it. And it's just like, <gasps> Helen, my dearest, are you oh, in there? Oh, oh, Tobias, my one true love. How are you? How are you today? Oh, ne- never better, except actually the opposite of that. Although the sight of you and your oh. glorious beauty slays oh. me as ever. Oh, Tobias, you know how to talk to a lady. Of course I do. I'm an actor. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, that that my my dear is debatable, but that's besides the point. That's besides the point. I still love you. <laughs> oh, and I love you too with my whole heart. Now I'm doing t- uh, Tim Curry too. Oh, it's my. just it. It's just Tim it's... Curry with his arms wrapped around himself. <laughs> my dear, um, I have to get back to my voice. Hold on, I'm this sorry. is gonna be hard. It's man. The, the, the the Tim Curry is infectious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> My love, how 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 can I help you? My my titties were almost out. Uh, you shouldn't have seen me like that. This is the 1700s. This is in 2018. I'm sorry. It was delightful. D- delightfully, <laughs> it was disastrous. Disastrously improprietous of me to just throw open the door without warning. But I'm just so distraught. Uncle Crumb is beside himself at how oh. poorly the show went. Oh. Oh, Milfy needs just to calm down. He's he's just he's just one of those people, you know. You know what I'm talking about, Wink. <laughs> yes, Wink. Oh, Helen, what if what if we could just get out of here? Get out of this crazy London town. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it, Tobias. After after tomorrow's show, we will just leave because yes. this show this show uh our town? No, I, I, no. I, my, it might have been rent. Okay, so we're, we're for sure doing rent now? <laughs> I don't um, know. It should just change every time. <laughs> see, I don't know how how many people would have the consumption, but it seems like everybody in this show has consumption, and that's just kind of a bit much, don't you think? It does seem a bit over the top at times. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, I don't know. This is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make more theater jokes, darling. <laughs> Let's exit stage right, if you know what I mean. Oh. End into my arms. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, um, your laugh is one of the things I love most about you. Fuck, is that going to be my laugh for this entire thing? I'm so yep. sorry, everybody who's listening to the show right now. That is 
that is a nightmare audio wise so, but I'll do it again <laughs> oh it's like the singing of angels <laughs> oh, oh, oh Tobias oh Helen <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the scene that's, ending in there. That's it. We're, we we end the shot with a motorboat. It's just like a just straight just straight all in there. Yep. But it's but it's but it's <laughs> Helen motorboating Tobias. Yes. So it's with the laugh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. You gave a white die, so you think that's just gonna go well. <laughs> yeah, I think the interaction between the two they are. They they do love each other, and that ended well, obviously, with motorboating. <laughs> it's about as good as it could have ended. So, Charles, if you want to give that die away, hmm. since we're uh, in Act 1. Hmm. I'm going to give that to Derek. Hell yeah. Okay. Then I think I think after the uh, the escapades between Helen and Tobias, and uh, Tobias has left the room and... Helen has finished uh, getting herself put back together. I think Milford goes to see her afterwards just to follow up with how she did in the play and to uh, lament his, uh, his opinion of Tobias. So Milford walks up to the uh, dressing room door of Helen and knocks on it lightly, opens it a crack, and without peeking his head in, Helen, or sorry, Helen, Helen, are you here? Yes, yes, uh, yes, Milfi. Come on in. And he comes in and shuts the door quietly behind him and has a small bouquet of flowers. Not anything extravagant that you would see from the opening night of a play or the last night of a play for the leads. Uh But uh, it's what he could afford. So at this point, like, she's still writing the letter and she's still, like, it's really kind of drawn out at this point. It's like three pages of like typos and like scratched out words here and there. And it's just, it's just sprawled out on the counter and she doesn't like move it or anything like that. And she kind of just, she turns to uh, uh, Milford and she's like, how, how, how can I help you, Milfi? Sets the flowers down on the desk next to the letters, not really looking at them and just uh, turns back to Helen and, Oh, that git Tobias. He ruined our show, thinking we were doing Romeo and Juliet instead of Rhett. He's made a mockery of this playhouse. Well, you know, Milford, he's not an actor. You, hired family. This is kind of you, I mean, I would like to remind you that um, that was kind of, what's the best word to use? It was fucked to not hire an actor. And, um, I despise you for it, so... (laughs) I had no other choice. His mother, my just nagging harpy of a sister, she funded this play. I had to bring him on. I I, I get it. I I, I think it's fine. But, um, you know, uh, you didn't fucking have to give him the lead role. That could have been, like, somebody else. I didn't give him the lead role. That's the worst part. He was just so drunk, he stumbled into the first scene he could. Oh, that makes sense. That makes so much sense. I, I'm i trying to think of, like, like famous Victorian actors. That's not going to work. Let's. I'm going to come up with, a like, a pompous British name. Here we go. Brought to you by the pompous British name generator at pompousnames.com. 
which is the sponsor for the show, pompousnames.com. <laughs> your your one place to get pompous British name generated. Delivered you ever, to your door. <laughs> and their website says, and this is the ad read here, have you ever wanted to make up a, pro, a pompous British name of your own? Now you can. Just check a few boxes, click a button, and get your very own customized list of names. You can get that for free at pompousnames.com, and if you use the coupon code... <laughs> <laughs> rolling, <laughs> rolling misadventures. You can, uh, you can get 10% off your next pompous British name. Once again, that's pompousnames.com. Pompousnames.com for your pompous British names generated. Um, so. <laughs> um, oh, that was a little too good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go. Um, oh. Um. We're going to use the name Hugh James Cockshoe to the Grumpy. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fantastic. Hugh, Hugh Cockshute. Hugh J. Cockshute. Huge Cockshute. <laughs> okay. Well, I was expecting to work with Huge Cockshute, but uh, that, uh, that didn't pan out. So uh, I, once again kind of blame you for that, so... Yes, and Mr. Cockshoot went immediately to Danforth and just completely trashed this playhouse. We're going to get a terrible review. Yes, well, um, I'm probably going to leave uh, tomorrow, so, um, I'm fine with it. It's all good in the hood, as they say on the streets. Helen, you, Helen, you can't leave. We have... We have our next show that we need to put on to make up for us. I'm good, bud. <laughs> she says. <laughs> Switching accents into what I would normally say. And I think Helen Helen leaves the room at that, and Milford is just standing there, just dumbfounded that his lead actress is leaving them, and he's just thinking of, like, how can we, how can we put this together, and you know, trying to figure out what play he's going to do. And he sees the uh, sprawl of pages that were left on the table and walks over thinking that maybe this was the uh, notes that you had taken for the show and just glances down and sees the message. And I think the scene ends there. So I I gave you a black die because I think this is going to end badly. (laughs) And I... it obviously did, and uh, I think I'm going to give that to Megan since you don't have a die All yet. Right. Give me that good, good black die. All right. Um. <laughs> well, we still each need to do a scene for Act One before we move on to the tilt. Okay. Uh, Derek, you were saying that they're, they're going to have to have someone's going to have to have a conversation with uh, Richard Beesington Danforth the Fourth to get him to come back and check the show out again to write a better review. Yeah. So I. Th- I think what I want to do, and I guess I'll establish a scene with this one. I want to cast it at our other location that we have at a uh, cast party at the director's apartment. Okay. Okay. So with, th- this uh, is where we're at now? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we fast forward to, you know, a month later, and it's a very short time frame for setting up another play from scratch, mm-hmm. but... Milford knows that the Playhouse will not have the funding for this play. Like he needs to get it out as quickly as he can to just piggyback on the other one, which has just gotten 
such terrible reviews that everybody's both uh, anticipating what next show they're going to put on just to see what kind of train wreck will happen. But they're also curious to see if maybe he can turn it around and save the playhouse. Okay. And so as he has set up this new play, which uh, maybe we'll establish uh, in the conversation, but uh, he has brought uh, Richard Beesington Danforth IV to his cast party to pitch the new show and to uh, mention that uh, he has uh, special access to come backstage and interview the actors and and see how much heart goes into this into this show. Um, Megan, do you want to be Richard, or do you want me to grab it? Um, I can be Richard. Cool. Oh, Mr. Dansforth. Please, please, you are our guest of honor tonight. Oh, Mr. Crumb, I, I don't even know why you called me here. Frankly, I don't even know what I'm doing here, except that I just really wanted to see what true and utter failure looks like up close. Oh, well, um, I am honored by your presence. Um, Helen is in the background. She's listening to this at the cast party. She's like, burn! <laughs> T- Tobias is uh, <laughs> is already just completely hammered, and he's just next to her. He's like, wow, what's on fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Danforth, uh, I know we didn't make the best impression last time, but I think our next play will be will be will more than make up for it it'll turn everything around for us and that's why i brought you here so you can uh you can see and meet this cast and crew and see how much heart has gone into this playhouse and i would like to formally invite you to to tomorrow night's show mr crumb i would not set foot in what i will generously refer to as your theater no matter if you paid me to do it, I cannot sit through another one of these dastardly episodes. And I understand one would not want to torture themselves with with this presence, but I may have a trade for you, sir. See, I know, as a reviewer and as a writer, a nice little scoop could do your career wonders. Oh? Let's just say that... If a certain profiling star who was about to make it big and was looking to leave said theater where she got her big break, she'd be nothing without me. Mm, go on. What if there was some salaciousness that could uh, be broken to the public? Would you think that that might encourage a up-and-coming writer such as yourself to maybe check out the last show she might ever do? Hmm. I must admit, Crumb, despite your general odiousness, I'm intrigued. And he hands just the... just kind of uh, turns his back to Helen and Tobias and as they're uh, drinking a bit more, celebrating this upcoming play, and kind of opens the letter slightly, just so Tobias could get a glance at it. Or... Tobias or Richard? (laughs) Or or, uh, Richard. Richard, yeah. Does does that say what I think it does? Oh, but it does. Though if you want the actual proof, then a trade is going to have to be in order. You see, I have put a lot of heart and soul into this playhouse, and, well, a rather positive approach to tomorrow night's play could do wonders for me. Why, Mr. Crumb, I am... 
astonished and offended that you think I could be bought so easily, but... Oh, no, 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 no not but, bought. Uh, we'll see what happens. Let's just say that uh, if I happen to be taking a stroll, and that stroll happens to take me past your theater, maybe I might stop in and take in a show. And if you were to talk to our stagehands, I'm sure they would be able to direct you to, uh, to a special green room that uh, will be lavishly prepared for you with all the amenities. Oh, that, that just sounds positively tip-top. And I think that's uh, how their scene ends. So, um, I promise, I promise that I was listening through that entire scene, but I've been trying to track down the guy who made the pompousnames.com website. <laughs> Noble work. Um, his name is Jeff uh, Hebert. He's got a website. If you go to jeffness.net, um, which is our second sponsor. <laughs> jeffness.net. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to just say, hey, man, thanks for... Oh, I've got his phone number. Don't, oh. don't read it. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait till, wait till we're uh, I, off the recording. I think, I think that this is a business phone number. He also asks to get snail mail, so I'm going to write him a letter <laughs> by hand. Telling uh, him that you're pregnant. <laughs> telling him that I I made a character named Dickbees, or we made a character named Dickbees, and that uh, it wasn't because of him, but we made some other ones because of him. And I want to thank him for the dumb joke. We'll send him some stickers. Yeah. And he'll just, be just, really confused. Yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> just thank you and stickers. Yes. Let, him, let him find it himself. Yep. So, okay. He also, okay. I'm, I'm like really like in depth looking for this dude. It's so good. All right. So I think we will take a quick break <laughs> while Charles gets this out of his system. <laughs> Hey guys, it's your host, Eric, with a quick intermission. First off, I wanted to thank everyone who's been checking out the show and spreading the word on social media, leaving us reviews, stuff like that. Uh, we honestly had a way better launch than I could have even imagined as a brand new show, and it's all thanks to you guys. That being said, I do have a couple quick announcements. First off, we have a new website over at rollingmisadventures.com that has links to our social media and show notes for the episodes, as well as a new email address if you'd like to hit us up and say hi, things like that. You can do that by uh, emailing us at podcast at rollingmisadventures.com. The second announcement is that I'll be doing a live stream on YouTube with Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts for the Sunshine Summit 2018. I'll be helping her kick off the event by chatting about the connections I've made through podcasting, which honestly, if it weren't for those connections, this show would have never gotten off the ground. Uh, the event will be kicking off on August 11th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And if you want to check it out, hang out in the chat. I would love to see you guys. I will have a link for that in the show notes, as well as a quick promo at the end of this intermission for the event. Also, I wanted to remind everyone that we are now on our normal episode release schedule of every two weeks, which means the next episode will be coming out on August 5th to wrap up the story arc. In the meantime, feel free to check out our other shows we do, Sometimes Geek, Ono oh Lit Class, as well as Something Random, which of course will be linked in the show notes as well. So with all of that out of the way, we will listen to a quick promo from Heather talking about the upcoming live stream and then get right back to the story. Hello, it's Heather from the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast. From the 11th to the 17th of August 2018, 
I am hosting the second Sunshine Summit. It's a week of live streams with amazing content creators and the theme of celebrating connections. All the details for the upcoming summit, as well as replays from the first summit we held in March, can be found on the sunshineandpowercuts.com website on the Sunshine Summit 2018 tab. So check it out, and if you know the guests, we'd love for you to come and celebrate with us. But if they're new to you, come along and learn more about them during the summit. We look forward to celebrating with you. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was that was something. Do we, we have some more scenes, right, that we have to do? Uh, so yeah, we uh, you start to pick a dice for the last scene. Oh, that um... the scene that you were paying so much attention to while you stalked this gentleman. It went well. No, like honestly, I was I was paying attention. A thing happened, and people were people were conspiring on a thing. Okay, so white die, and I'm gonna give that to Megan since she uh, played out Danforth or Danworth or whatever Dan uh, so well. Um, I kind of want to do a scene just because it's apparently been like a month, and you never told Tobias that, or you still haven't told Tobias that you're pregnant. Yeah. So. So, oh, that's right. Here's here's what happens is so it's a scene with Tobias and um, Helen, but Helen goes back in her dressing room and sees that the letter that she was writing for Tobias um, is gone. It's missing. It's no longer there. And she's so. Is this uh, do we want to establish this as a uh, a flashback then? No, I think this is this is after. No, this should be this should be. Well, no, no, no. It should be it should be pr- right after, right? Shouldn't it be? Or are we like jump way far ahead? So we jumped like a month with Milford. Okay, but we can go back to yeah. Um, yeah, we could absolutely go back. Yes, yes. So I think this is the the night of the the cast party, right? So this is because that's the that's the night that we were at before, or was that a month ahead? I'm confused. This was apparently a a pre show cast party. It was too. It was like for a the party. new show, yeah, for the new show, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, to drum up uh, interest and celebrate the fact that we're uh, going live the next M- night. Might be. I thought it was a, a this sh- other show sucked cast party, so we're moving on to the next. Um, so I would say yes. I, I would say it's been about it's been some time, and she forgot about the letter in there, and she's kind of like furiously looking for this because she realized, oh shit. Uh, I wrote that I was pregnant on this piece of paper and I left it. So she's kind of like somebody else has moved into this dressing room at this point and she's going through other people's stuff. Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, and she's like, where, where is it? Where is it? I can't find it. Fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, and she's just like running around. She's like, is it, is it behind the mirror? And she looks, there's, uh, uh, it's nothing there. And she's like, oh, is it behind this painting? For some reason, she rips the painting off the wall. There's nothing there. Um, she's like, I hope somebody just threw it away and didn't steal the information, letting people know that I'm a <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> and as you say that, I think the uh, the supporting actress, this was her dressing room, uh-huh. comes in and her name via pompousnames.com, the <laughs> official sponsor of Rolling Misadventures, uh, Baroness Alexa Euphemia Quartermain. That Ooh. is a fucking name. Can you write Shit. that in the yeah. chat? Because I will not remember that at all. Can we save that for if we do like a pirate adventure? <laughs> Baroness Alexa Euphemia Quartermain. That is all right. so good. All right, I can smell you, Alexa. What are you doing? Helen, what, what, 
What are you doing in my dressing room? Um, well, let's be real here. This was mine first before you showed up, so... <laughs> and she kind of trails off with her, like, smug laugh. And Alexa just looks around the room as she's entering, sees everything just torn up. I, I understand you're the star of the show and everything, and oh, I greatly look up to you, but you've destroyed everything. Milford will not be happy about this. Uh, Milfy will be fine. He'll, he'll, he'll survive, I think. But you, you haven't answered. What are you doing here? Oh, yes, that. Um, well, I was looking for... I was writing a book. Yes, a book. I was, I was writing a book, and um, um, ugh, I left some uh, some papers here. Um, well, I was looking for the the pages that I wrote. Did they show up here by any chance? Uh, no, I haven't seen any papers. But there was some flowers that were left here, and I gave those back to the stagehands, and they said that uh, they would take care of it. And gosh, I I, I don't remember seeing any papers, but. Maybe they were with that? Well, aren't you fucking useless? Well, I'm going to, um, uh, leave you alone now. Have, have fun. Um, um, I would help clean up, but, you know, lead actresses, <laughs> they don't have to do that kind of work, so. Oh, no, no, of course not, Helen. Uh, d- please, I, I'll take care of this. It's okay. Oh, oh good, good. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that, uh, you feel comfortable with that because I uh, I I do appreciate you uh, uh, what was your name again uh, it's it's Alexa uh, Alexa Quartermain. oh great I won't remember that either so we're good we're good <laughs> so anyway Alex 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 I'm not doing the same joke two episodes or two no we're not doing the same thing but um, yeah so Thank you for your time. I do appreciate you. And she walks out of the room, and I think Tobias is kind of right there. Because this is this is what the scene was supposed to be, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, and I mean, if it's still the, the night of the cast party, then Tobias is just plastered. And he's like, my darling, what are you doing here? Ah. The show's not till tomorrow. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't even know what day it's supposed to be. What are you doing the theater? Come back to the party, love. Well, Tobias, my dear. Um, yes, Helen, my only. Remember that conversation that we had where I said, uh, you aren't allowed to drink anymore. Do you remember that conversation? Um, yes, I remember that conversation and... It made me so upset that I had to go and stay and drink about it. Yes, well, um, you are, as we would put it, a drunk shitbag. So, and meanwhile, Alexa comes out with her hands just full of all this destroyed stuff in front of her, and Tobias just drunkenly stumbles and bumps it and knocks it all out. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, sir. No, no, oh, oh gosh, no, it's, it's always Mark here. He tries to, like, pick some of it up and, and just kind of, like, awkwardly, like, shove it back into her arms. No, it's right, it's fine, it's great. Oh, Alexi from your court main. Hello, I mean, darling. 
Um, uh, hello, sir. Oh, gosh, you're, you're going to be lovely in well, the show. Well, um, you two have fun talking. Uh, Tobias, when you are sober, we have... Helen, something. Helen where are you going? Uh, uh, Alexa just, like, scampers off. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go practice my scene alone. But when you are sober, we have a conversation that we need to have as two adults who one may be pregnant do. No, no, sorry. What did you? What did you say? Oh, you, you didn't you hear said, anything. What? No, we, we're good. We're good. I, I was certain you said something. Yes, about I said a, about a pelican. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. You, I... you have we're two adults, and one of them has a pelican. Do yeah. I have a pelican? You, sir. Oh, the pelican. The pelican of my dreams. The pelican oh. of my heart, if you know oh. the old oh. if you know the old Shakespearean quote where he talks about pelicans. Yeah, well, then Helen, you're the albatross of my loins. Oh, that's... And then he then he vomits. <laughs> the albatross of my loins. I'm going to save that for Tinder. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Who okay, I'm gonna Can I is there somebody on my Tinder? That I'm not. Um, no, that's just that's not something that you send yeah. randomly. That's don't don't a, spring that on an unsuspecting person. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're good. I should I should create a a fake account and then say random quotes from this podcast and everybody can follow it on our Instagram. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Anyways, no. Let's get back to the the thing. And then um um oh sorry. Helen walks off and. Leaves him alone. He probably just passes out. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay, so we gave uh, Charles the black die, as obviously this is playing out negatively for for Helen. Uh-huh. So if you want to pass that uh, along. Boop. <laughs> Derek got the black die. For my stunning act is Baroness Alexa Euphemia Quartermain. They will never be forgotten. And she will be used, that name will be used in every single play set that we do from here on out, because that's the best fucking name. It's a really good name. So what's le- what's left to do, See. So I think uh, you need to either establish or resolve a scene, whether that be uh, with Tobias or, yeah, I think with Tobias. Um, okay. Wait, sorry, Tobias... Wait, do I have to go again, or does Tobias go again? Uh, I think we did Helen for the last okay, scene. Okay, so Tobias gets to choose the scene? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Um, then, I guess, uh, do you, you want to resolve uh, the scene where he's passed out in his own barf, and then maybe uh, Milford finds him? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Milford walks up and sees Tobias in the puddle of vomit sitting in front of uh, Alexa's dressing room. Looks down at Tobias, kind of kicks him. Not hard enough to hurt him, but enough to wake him up. Tobias, what are you doing here? Uh, uh, Uncle. Uh, uh, Get up, have some class, man. I actually cast you as the lead role in this show, and you're here just passed out drunk. This is no way for a leading man to act. This is exactly the way for a leading man. Oh. 
Uncle, Uncle Crumb, I'm going to do you proud this time. I should hope so, son, because I may have a way to get that nasty reviewer Danforth back here tomorrow night. And I need you on top of your A-game if we're going to pull off this plan that you floated last time. Oh, so so we're, we're going to, um, to, I suggest we kill him. I, I, I have a hard time remembering things lately. I I think it might be, re- oh, I'm losing my accent, that's <laughs> how drunk I am. I think it might be related to the gin. And uh, Helen seems mad at me for some reason. Everything's going wrong and I, I don't understand why. Uh, Tobias, I don't think we necessarily need to kill him, but he will be here tomorrow, and if he were to meet with an unfortunate fate, well, these things happen from time to time. I won't let you down this time, Uncle, I I promise. I'm going to get properly sobered up, and I'm going to put on the performance of a lifetime, and if, if, if all goes according to plan, then... We'll we'll show that I'll just say it that Dick Beesington Danforth the Fourth, and then maybe he'll he'll rate it five knife stabs out of five if you know what I mean. That doesn't even make sense. It's it's a reference callback to that he sounds like he stabs people and then reviews them via stabbings, Uncle. And I think the scene just ends there. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that will wrap up this episode of Rolling Misadventures. We've got a lot going on, a lot of plates spinning, but we are ready Take to roll out back. our... Oh, no, wait. We still need to give the other die. So, uh, that... Well, yeah, no, I, I, got, I got a black die. You gave it to me. And I'm, I'm, giving, it, I'm giving it to Charles. <laughs> or wait, no. Did I get a black die? Yeah, I got to give it to somebody, you right? Yeah. 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 No, it's Charles here. You take it. Take Peace. that die. So we uh, said that the scene played out poorly for Tobias, <laughs> and that black die has made it over to Charles, <laughs> who is stacking the die. See, I only. Who's just lost his mind? No, no. I think it's the heat. I think it's it, we're, well, maybe the consumption. Uh, I've gotten insane. It might be the consumption. Yeah, um, but like, I'm I. I only have one die. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have one? <laughs> oh, do I have two? Oh, but with that, uh, we are going to end the episode, wrap everything up, roll our tilt, and start up Act 2. So uh, make sure to tune into that in the next two weeks when that episode releases. I don't have the date because we are recording way earlier than that. But in the meantime, if people want to check out your shows, where can they listen? Usually on a podcast service. Yeah, I mean, that's typically how it's done. Mine also get uploaded to YouTube, but, like, nobody watches it there because, I don't know, Podbean just does that shit, so. Um, and those shows are... <laughs> oh! That's, that's what you wanted. Um, so, I run... Oh, God, this is... This heat is killing me, yo. I'm going delirious. Uh, I run Talk and Roll, which is a D&D 5e podcast-ish, where we, we um, have dick and fart jokes while we play D and it's with a cast that's uh, just as uh just as uh different and unique as the characters that they've created i also run something random which is more dick and fart jokes but with movies in mind so that's that's where i'm at um 
I co-host a show called Ono Lit Class, which is all about re-examining classic literature, but this time with dick and fart jokes. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here. Um, uh, you could listen to us at onolitclass.com. You could listen to our episode on Tinder. You just swipe right on Ono Lit Class. Yep, that, you know, that's going to be our new tagline now. Swipe right on Ono Lit Class. <laughs> And then, of course, you can check out my other show, the Sometimes Geek Podcast, your weekly video game news and review kept to a short form on any podcatcher of choice or at sometimesgeek.com. Guys, thanks for joining me for the episode. Let's get to rolling that tilt. Mm-hmm.